impactful bench of the Western Cape High Court, setting aside President Soro Maposa's suspension of the public protector Bosisiwe Mkwebane. The justices said it was reasonable to perceive the suspension of the public protector was triggered by her probe into the 2020 Palapala farm burglary. Now, uh, there's, of course, questions around the, the, the reading of, of Section 172 here about whether this, this matter now go, having to go to the Constitutional Court, um, given, given the, the ruling yesterday. Independent writer and researcher Dr. Dale McKinley joining us now on, on the line here. Perhaps a matter, Dr. McKinley, that, that surprised uh, people a bit here. Uh, one would say uh, it's, we haven't become used to or accustomed to the uh, suspended uh, public protector Bosisium Kobani winning anything in court, really. But yesterday, the Western Cape High Court setting aside her suspension. What do you make of, of that ruling? And, and in your view, what does it mean for both the president and Bosisium Kobani? Yeah, thanks, Sevency, and your, your listeners, too. Uh, listen, I think it's, first of all, it's, yeah, as you say, it's one win uh, after many, many losses for her in court. I think, first of all, what it does is it gives Kobani some breathing space. Uh, I mean, she is right now under investigation, an impeachment investigation in Parliament. And, and uh, obviously that has, she's also been going to court to try to overturn and stop that, but that has not been successful. So what this is going to do is it's going to give pause uh, to a certain extent, and she's going to be able to use the space to uh, advance some of her arguments, uh, which of course were that, you know, the president needs to answer the case and that she's been victimized and, and that this proves the case. But as you mentioned, the Section 172 uh, issue, uh, it, it would appear as though, once again, that this is not going to be put into effect until it goes to the Constitutional Court. But for Ramaphosa, it's, it's just more pressure, essentially more pressure to come clean, to mm-hmm. say exactly what happened. Uh, it's not going to f- legally force him, I don't believe, to, to make any real admittances at the moment. I think he'll sort of grind it out and wait until it gets all the way to the apex court. But, it, but politically, it's going to just up the pressure and it's going to make him appear once again as though he's hiding things mm-hmm. and as though he's acted as, as, she, as she claimed. I mean, uh, in a biased way, and he acted in order to prevent uh, this, this information coming out. So it's not good for Ramaphosa, but it's also not a train smash at the same time. And, and of course, uh, having the, you know, we saw opposition parties yesterday marching to the public protector's office um, as well, demanding demanding mm. for the release of, of, of this report, right? The Palapala um, a report. Then, of course, this judgment in the Western Cape um, High Court here. And, and quite scathing, in, in fact, this, this, this particular judgment uh, portraying the president to be to be somebody here who, who essentially took advantage of, of a process seemingly to, to avoid accountability given the, the sequence of events, right, for um, this this yeah. investigation to begin, and then you decide to to suspend her. But then, of course, there's there's the the, the aspect of saying, well, the suspension was was essentially a long time coming. Yeah, look, I mean, the arguments that his his counsel made were, you know, like he signed this letter before she started the investigation, and so this was, as you say, something that was being you know gestating for a long time and had nothing to do with his particular case. But perception is everything in politics. Uh, and and uh, and and that's what we've learned. Uh, we learned it with ex-president Zuma as well. Yeah. Uh, so in in that case, Ramaphosa is in a, between a rock and a hard place, uh, essentially in this case, because he is. It doesn't matter what he does, how many court cases he wins, uh, how much legally he's able to sort of avoid uh, these, you know, answering the case. 
he's going, the longer this goes on, the longer more people, the questions are going to come and the longer it's going to cost him politically. So there's going to have to be, uh, I think he and his advisors are going to have to look at the situation, even if the constitutional court, let's for example, in this case, uh, rules that, hey, actually he wasn't biased and no, he didn't, you know, he wasn't breaking the law and so forth. At this case, he still, it doesn't put, take away the fundamental questions that are still going to be there. And this is politically what's important because mm. with the ANC Congress coming up, with all the pressures in the economy, with the load shedding, with everything else, Ramaphosa's star is fading and people are angry and they're desperate and the opposition parties are just taking advantage of the situation. But what really counts is what the public thinks mm. uh, leading towards the next elections. And that's what they're going to have to calculate is at what point in time are the costs going to outweigh the benefits of keeping quiet. Mm, mm. Is, is it an unreasonable call, though, from, from opposition parties uh, for, for the release of this report? Yeah, listen, I mean, we, do, we shouldn't expect anything less than opposition. They're going to, you know, uh, make hay while the sun shines in this case. And it, it, one could argue that there is a reasonable case, but one can make an argument as well uh, that Ramaphosa is doing exactly what every other political leader would do, which is to say, as long as there's a legal case pending, as long as there's uh, things that are sort of subjudicate, so to speak. I'm mm. not going to say anything because that's what my lawyers are telling me to do. And so he, you know, if we were put in that position, I'm sure we would probably look and say, okay, uh, you know, what we're weighing two things. One is, can I ride this thing out? And can I, and it's going to hit me, but it's not going to really, really uh, kill me. In other words, I'll still be able to, to get reelected as mm. the ANC president and so forth. Or is this getting to a point where, it, the, as I say, the costs are outweighing things. So I don't think it's a question of really, I think all of us agree that he should come clean. We want to know the information. We want to know exactly what happened, really release it. But in politics, things aren't that easy. And he's going to make calculations as to which, which one is going to be the best path to follow. And right now, his lawyers and his advisors are telling him to keep quiet. Mm. And, and we'll see if that's the right. I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced, but I think we'll see if that's the right tactic he's choosing. Indeed. Independent writer and researcher Dr. Dale McKinley.